Hello and welcome to Breaking Late. I'm your host, Michael, and with me, as always, is John Daniel. How are you, mate? Not too bad. How are you? Yeah, it's all right. I didn't get to the race on time, and I'm not happy, and I'm blaming Google for that. Then you've informed me that I was still wrong anyway. <laughs> but the daylight savings is gone, apparently. That's news to me. Um, yeah, I, I wish Google would just tell me the times in Darwin time, not Eastern States time. That's annoying. Yeah, I um, I was lucky that I checked it uh, obviously on the Friday because when I was watching practice, I'm like, hmm, this is a bit earlier than when I thought it was going to be. Um, and yeah, luckily I checked it because um, Foxtel told me the week before it would be the race and oh, well, the race was going to be held at 3 a.m. And then I checked it and it was actually 1.30 a.m. So I, was, I got up early. Not that it would have mattered because it... <laughs> At, at five o'clock, I was still watching. <laughs> yeah, I remember you saying, I'll get up and I'll be able to go have a couple of hours of sleep. Well, I end up getting up at a bit before three and I um turned on just as they're trotting around the safety car going, have they been doing this for 20 laps? How long has this been going on for? And <laughs> just after the red flag. So I missed the big break they had. Um, missed a few of the accidents, but I've rewatched it. God, it was wet. Yeah, it was. It was very wet. Um, Spiced it up a lot. They changed? I found that Charlie was very inconsistent with whether he thought it was too wet or not. Oh, it was very odd. If people like... Um, it's got better and then they red flagged it again and stuff like that. Yeah. And I understand he's trying to do make it safe and there's a lot of stuff after Jules' crash, but completely different circumstances. They've been doing this forever. Yeah. You know, racing the wet. Well, as Martin Brundle was saying, they've raced in worse conditions. Like, they did a standing start back then. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, um... Yeah, I'm not having a go at him or anything. I think he did the best of what he could do, and it was pretty treacherous out there. If it had been much worse, I think they would have had to postpone the meeting or mm. even Well, the fans it. weren't happy. Did you see that when the second red flag got called out? Everyone was how, booing. and How vocal were they, hey? They were vocal over everything. You see, um, when Kimmy got out of the car after his big accident, the fans yeah. were cheering for him. Yeah. Um, there was a bit we'll touch on later anyway, but with Massa, when he was walking down, the cheers that he got. Yeah, that was amazing. The Brazilians, they really get behind the sport. It's really good to see. Yep. Uh, great attendance uh, th this weekend as well. Mm. So it was, a, it was a really good event. A lot of, uh, well, a couple of standout drivers from the weekend that yes, did a great job. But uh, I think everyone did well to keep out of the walls with all the aquaplaning they were getting out there. Yeah, I, I completely missed the Grosjean incident. Did you know, did you see what happened or did you miss it as well? I... Uh, when I turned on, I was a little bit late to it. I think I was about five minutes late to the... So I was obviously 15 minutes late because it was 10 minutes postponed after Grosjean's incident. Mm. But yeah, on the way to the grid, he um, he aquaplaned. Straight into the wall or something. Because I've yep. seen it. Turned it around and slapped that wall really hard. Yeah, Yeah, because really I saw a photo of his car all busted up. And it was like, it says time to race on the streams that I watch. And it was like 47 minutes or 27 minutes before the race to start. I'm like, he's crashed on the formation lap. Not even formation, just getting to the grid. Yeah, he crashed getting to the grid. Yeah, I think that's what brought on the them waiting an extra 10 minutes. Mm. Although a lot of them were saying that that 10 minutes they waited, they probably should have got going because it's probably some of the ten best 10 minutes that they could have yeah. had um, for the weather-wise. Um, but yeah, not a bad race overall. But yeah, we'll, we'll get on to that. We'll jump into the news. There's a yeah. little bit of news around. Yeah. Um, something... A few things that have been confirmed... Uh, Essentially, that you know, it was all going on in the background. Something that got confirmed that neither you or myself um, saw coming was 
Renault's keeping Jolie and Palmer. Yeah, I don't... Uh, how do you feel about it, Michael? I'm confused. I I don't know. I was on the opinion that he was done. He was gone. He didn't impress me that much. But then you listen... I don't know if it's just because he's British and we get the Sky F1 commentary feed anyway, but you listen to Martin Brundle, he's always like, oh, no, Jolien's doing all right. Um, I mean, he, he can do all right. He's starting to... He's getting better now because this is his first year in F1. So he's, he's a rookie and he's up in a team that wants to be pushing further than what they are. Yeah, I think next year they're definitely going to step it up a notch, especially with that new motor that they've got coming in. Mm. You know, their motor now is not really bad. It's it's not the best not motor the best, out there. But it's all right. It's not a really bad motor. They If you had a competitive car, Red Bull's proving it, actually. Mm-hmm. If you have a competitive car, you can actually make something with that motor. For them to be going out with a full new motor means that they must be all out of tack next year. So I'd say they're... And they've been acquiring staff and stuff like that. They're obviously putting extra budget into it. But I don't think Jolien should be there. I just all don't I think... Oh, he's had some bad luck. Security. It is... Yeah, this is something we we're talking about. You know, they've got someone they know. He, he works well with his engineer already. The team knows how he works. You know, they know they're not going to have problems with him. I'd say, as hazard to guess, that he probably brings a bit of money with him when he comes to the team as well. He's not... Uh, getting paid to drive as such, maybe, mm-hmm. um, you know. But then it is also only a one-year deal because it's come out that Magnussen got offered a, the drive but yep. only didn't want to take the one-year deal. Yeah, yeah, and um, for good reason. Oh, yeah, Magnussen's already that. been outed after one year and uh, he'd be, you know... He wouldn't want to do that again. twice shy, <laughs> you know, it, it's something Kevin that's... Magnussen, this is a um, bit of trivia, next year would have driven... Under every engine power plant. No other driver in the field has driven the Mercedes, the Ferrari. Well, he drive the Ferrari next year, but he's had the Renault, the Mercedes. There you go. Yeah, I didn't even think about that. Yeah. He's had the four. Yeah. There so, you go. He's the first driver in the field to do it. Hmm. Pretty crazy. Hmm. See? Full of random little facts. Yeah. See, I know stuff. Yeah. But no, so oh, good luck to Jolin. You know, I hope he does well. Let's prove us wrong. I mean, really, who would they have gone for? Every all There's the other seats are sort of filled up now, haven't they? If they were going for a safe driver that already knows their systems, you know, knows how the engines work, knows how to charge, all that sort of stuff, it would have been hard pressed to find someone that's from the current era. Mm. There are other ex Formula One drivers and also up and coming GP two drivers that probably deserve to see it. I think. Maybe just because we're going to that change again, like we said. Is that they were looking, yeah, for s- stability in their team, essentially. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, that also Ocon was another thing that, that's, that's come out during the week. That's good to see. He's, yeah. this is, he's your graduated view? very quickly from yeah, Mana, hasn't he? I was going to say, what's your view on uh, Ocon versus uh, Whalen? Ocon's winning. Yeah? Yep. See, I thought Verline had done a. Oh, I don't think Verline's done a bad job. I yeah. just think Ocon won the race. Yeah, well, he, um, well, you know, won the race to say he's got the offer. He's now driving. I don't know. It's on a multi-year deal with Force India. Oh, he's a good peddler. They both are. Mm. I just thought it was a bit funny that he got promoted so quickly versus uh, Pascal has, has, has Pascal not... got Mercedes backing. He sure does. Pascal won the DTM championship for them. Uh, was it last year? Yeah, got, I think it was last Ocon's year. Ocon's got the... He's got Renault and... Renault and 
Mercedes backing. Well, who's he got? Oh, Mercedes. Uh, no, nah, he'll be joining Force India with the Mercedes. With the Mercedes, yeah. Well, is Force India sticking with Mercedes actually? I think so. Who would they go to? Who was? Would you was really a, want to ditch the Mercedes? I think someone was talking about Ferrari engine. Maybe it was Sauber or someone was going to Ferrari. Maybe next year, it was one of the teams that was looking at a Ferrari. Sauber's left. They they had Ferrari the other year. Yeah, I know, I know. I personally, if you had a Mercedes engine, you wouldn't be going anywhere. Well, you don't elsewhere. know what they're going to be like next year. Yeah, well, I mean, you're not going to change that badly. Like they're not going to go backwards. It's no. the same engine specs. They're, oh, they're still using the same engine, eh? They haven't. Yeah. They, they still they confirmed the thousand horsepower. Or is that all wishy washy? Oh, they're pretty close to that now. They're nine hundred and something horsepower now. Oh, I think they just want to hit that thousand to really market it. Yeah. Yeah. Especially when close. you got twenty four of those cars on the field, you're like twenty four thousand yeah. horsepower. Yeah. Um. So yeah, but Ocon's off to Force India. So good luck to him. Uh, so Pascal's still unsigned. He no, he's signed with Manor. Nice to stay with Manor. Yep. Oh, he'll he'll do one more. He do, do one he, more. He's gonna do one more. He's gonna do one more. Well, Ferrari ended up protesting Vettel's penalty. That well, wasn't his outburst. It was his moving under the braking in Mexico. Yeah. That got thrown out. That was never gonna happen. Yeah, they come through with some GPS data, essentially saying that you know, oh look, he didn't move that far over and. Yada, yada. And then the FIA said, well, you know, every team's got access to this data. We've already looked at this data. Yeah. And you're not bringing us anything new. Yeah. So it just got (laughs) basically laughed out. So uh, no changes there. His penalty is still stuck and he didn't get his third place back and uh, Daniel got to keep it. V8 supercar news. Have you got anything? Nothing's come out. Nothing. Very quiet at Um, the moment in V8 land. Jason Bright's. uh, Did we touch on that? He's looking for the triple eights. Looking, he was looking at trying to buy a triple eight car, but there's none available to buy. Poor old Brady. The models that how awkward. Yeah, I know. Well, the um the cars that he wanted to buy have already, the new ones that triple eight have earmarked for sales has already gone to Dunlop series cars. And he's like, but I want one for the main game. So I think he's still searching for a drive, and he wants to announce something before Sydney. I know he's still got 16 days, but he's he's running out of time. Him and Garth, I think, are running out of time, unless they're really holding off to announce something at Sydney. Yeah, I don't know what's going on there. Um, Those two should get together and make their own team. Garth doesn't have a license, but Garth's got to get a license from someone, doesn't he? Yeah, he does, doesn't he? Nah, yeah. Garth, okay, GRA. Where Jason has his own... Um, Racing license for the, the like car license. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's got the REC. Yeah, rec license. So, um, I don't know what's going on with Garth either. That's I can only speculate now. Like, oh, you want to jump in the corner? Go on, oh, speculate we did, corner. We did that last week, and I think it, not much has changed. There's no new information. No, there is no new information. Um, the other information is Frosty's going to do the twelve hour, which is which is great. Yeah. Um, and he's actually teaming up with a DTM driver. He's going to have Timo Glock. Oh, really? There you go. Formula One driver. Marco Whitman. There you go. They'll be a force to contend with, won't they? Yep. So this is like another reason How to go. How big is the 12-hour going to be next year? I know. It's it just is, getting better and better. It's going to be one of the biggest endurance races of the year. Dot, like... 
whole world. I'm not talking just Australia. This is a world level event now. It is. So but it's not the biggest in the world. But oh no no, it's it's, 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 it's top ten endurance race of the world sort of thing. You know? We should do twenty four hour Bathurst. They should. Talking about GT racing, did you see that um, the GTs want to? They no, they don't want to be a support category next year. They okay. want to kind of break away from doing the support rounds. They want the longer races. Now, do you think there's a poll on um, Speed Cafe? And it says, will moving away from the Supercar Championship support card help or hinder the GT Australian growth? What do you think? Do you think the longer race formats is what the race racing needs? Or do you think they need the audience to see it? Very tricky one, isn't it? Big, big jumping out on a limb. Because a lot of the drivers not necessarily have big fan bases and stuff like that. So they're not drawing crowds. So you look at V8s, you get your Craig Lowndes and... Before that, you had Scafe and you know like all these. Oh, you big still drivers. got big draw names. Like yeah, you got this, drivers this. pulling people to the, the event. And GT has a few like ex drivers from V8s and stuff that will pull some people mm. to it. They have to do some good marketing. It's good racing, and I think I would prefer to watch the longer races. But to make it sustainable, to make sponsors want to be attracted to that sport. You've got to have the viewers there. And if it's only diehards turning up to the track, they're not going to get the sponsorship level that they need. Especially, they're not a cheap car to run. No, but I think the longer races are more important and they can sell the TV rights. Yeah. You don't need audience. Sorry. You don't need an audience to uh, make money. Or you do, but you don't need them at the ground. You only need to look at... That's what I'm talking about. I'm talking about people that are going to turn it on TV. Yeah. A lot of people might not watch it because they're not invested in it yet yeah it might take a little bit of time for the people to get invested in that racing um i think anything we can do to improve our gt racing is is good is i think they wanted an hour-long race or something like that at the v8 calendar on the v8 cards i think that would be great um but they couldn't get that long they wouldn't be given that length of time and i think that's why they sort of cut tires and going well look we want they want to expand their sport and they think the longer way to do it, the best way to do it is with these longer races. And I sort of, I can agree with them. And I think, you know, if you're going to do it, back yourselves and go 110% because I hated it when the V8s went and we were a support category for the Formula One and we got three 12 lap races. It really cheapened yeah, cheapens our sport. And yeah. I assume they'll feel the same. Like, I don't like the the sprint races we just had in Pukekohe. Yeah. You know, I don't like these short races. I much like longer races. Actually, mentioning Pukekohe, um, thoughts go out to the, all the people that are suffering from the earthquakes oh, over there. Yeah, That's all our pretty, New Zealand brothers and sisters over there. Yeah. Um, Hope you're doing crazy. well. Um, but yeah, back onto the GTs. Um, it's very true. They need the longer races. It's really going to show a new dynamic of that sport. I'm for it. If it can sustain itself, that will be... We'll have to wait and see. Mm. I think it's bullshit that V8s and them can't have one weekend where they both have decent length races. That's oh, a load of crap. Surely there's some other categories. Like, yeah, you, you know, can fill it with... Clipsal 500, right? The SAIP, the South Australian IP racing is going to be there. Wow. It's the first time IP's been back on the V8 supercar cards on a big race. I mean, yeah, we I get IP up here, but it's because you're not going to get any category, other, yeah. anyone else. 
But yeah, IP will be racing in in Adelaide. That'll be good exciting. for the local boys. They'll get yeah. some good exposure. Yeah, exactly. But yeah, I think we can easily squeeze in a one-hour race. Yeah, quite easily. Might make for a bit more tricky schedule of a weekend. Formula mm. One already does this, but Formula One, when they have GP2 turn up to their meetings or GP3, they give them... Uh, so I think they have two races for GP2 of a weekend. Yep. And they're both decent length races. So there'll be 30 laps, sort of like half-length Formula One race, yeah. which are nearly an hour. Well, that's what it needs to be. But maybe we just give the GT racing the longer races on the Saturday. Yeah. Give them a yeah. short race on a Sunday and give them a long, give them 200Ks on a Saturday. I, and realistically, V8s can, it, I think it'd pull more people. Mm. Some people want to go and watch these flash super hypercars pretty much. Most yeah, of them I are. know. They're great cars to watch. They're amazing. Racing. Like if they turn up here, I'd, I'll be all for it. I'd, mm. I'd be drooling all over them. Um, the spec of those cars is amazing. And, you know, let's get behind it. Hopefully but they can. It is the main thing I take away from it is how far GT Australia has come. Yeah, well, it's a quite a competitive series now, and I think the twelve hours really helping that. Yeah, it's a it's a stepping stone sort of to get the cars to Australia, getting sponsors on the cars. It's drawing bigger names. It's getting the viewing. I think it's it's really going to take off. And I think maybe this is V8s might be a little bit offen- be on the offensive here, even though I think they own the series as well, don't they? No. Nah. They own the 12-hour. They own the 12-hour, but I don't think they own um, Australia GT. Okay. Well, maybe they're on the the offensive here trying to stop. V8s is going into a very tricky time right now. They are. And to have the the level of racing at the moment, it's amazing to have so many cars so close together, but they're about to go through a full... Spec change well, on yeah, the, the, the new whole generation car, of car coming through, which I think is going to be very hard to control. Uh, to get the the lower teams equal again with the yeah parity in yeah. the sport. Well, something you look at when the car of the future came in, everyone's like they're going to be almost the same, but there was still that big gap in development of which car, yeah. which teams you can see which one's got the more money. They've all caught up now, and it's good. The racing's really mm. close, but yeah, that's that's the thing. So where GT. Yeah, you that's know, a it's a it's a formula that already works pretty well. Yeah, it works across the globe. Yeah. So another category. Yes, mate. V eight all the super utes are getting a bit of a mixed reaction with their concept. Now, we posted something up on our Facebook page and yeah, people had some laughs, but I think most of it was fairly positive. Um not everyone likes because this is something that we also couldn't confirm. When we first talked about it, were they just dual cab? Uh, they're dual cab utes, and did they need to have an original? Were they originally a diesel V? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. What are they? A turbo diesel dual cab ute? They will be running the turbo diesel engines during yeah, the race. Yeah, okay, that's something. Yeah, we were really confused. That's with the how bit it was that we written. didn't know what engines they would be running if they just had to be based off turbo diesels. But no, they will be turbo diesels. Wow. Now, this is bringing up a few issues because some people are going, well, you know, we don't want to... How fans will react to that? Now, I don't know how fans are going to react to the diesels, but they should be all right. I don't think there's a problem there. Bit of smoke, that'd be fine. Yeah, I don't think there's a problem there at all. It's meant to be a bit cheaper. Um, 
They estimate the V8 supercars estimate the cost of the car be about a hundred grand a car. That's affordable. It is. It's quite for affordable. a race car. Yeah, yeah. We buy two and just drive them to work. <laughs> <laughs> and the bit that I really like, and I called it. We did. Sorry, I'm scrolling down the thing here. I can't find it. But some they mentioned that Great Wall is interested, and I'm like, damn right, Great Wall is interested. <laughs> so Great Wall might be coming. To super utes. Oh, I hope they don't block anyone out. I'm gonna buy a Great Wall shirt. <laughs> I'm gonna. That's my. That's my race team now with the, the utes. Because to be honest, I I couldn't care too much for the Colorados or, the um Rangers or the BT50s. Yeah, so Great Wall is my super ute. Yeah. Oh, it will be interesting. Looking forward to it. Yeah, it's, it's obviously going to go ahead regardless anyway. Yeah, um, it's a bit of here was Erebus. Barry Ryan was questioned the move to go to Turbo Diesels. He's saying, we believe um, the dual cab utes are, are the way to go with the style of vehicles, but the turbo diesel are very expensive and hard to manage. He, he does have a point. They're not a performance engine. Yeah. There's going to be some cooling issues and stuff that they're going to have to work out, but it'll be interesting. It'll be good to see. I'm interested to see how it goes. I like this idea of trialing. Yeah. You know, give it a shot. But it's, it is an expensive gamble. Yeah, it's a very expensive trial. It Let's is. just get 20 people to spend 100 grand. Yeah, supercars <laughs> don't care. They're making... <laughs> they're going to make a bit of money off it. They're like, it doesn't actually cost 100 grand to produce this car. <laughs> We're just selling it for it. But I think that's probably all the news. Uh, in breaking news, Craig Lowndes is still supercar fan favorite, which... We all knew. One million years in a row. <laughs> it doesn't say. The Speed Cafe think only says two years in a row, but I think that's they've only been doing their poll for two years. <laughs> I'm not sure, but yeah, Craig Lowndes is still the favourite. The yeah, biggest mover in that, I think, was Chaz Mostert. He was quite high last year and it's fallen down to below the top 10 or something. But he's, he's going on a winless season. Yeah, you think and this he's, is he's, the he's changed a bit as well. Uh, I I don't think it's all the accident. Chaz has had problems last year with, and he still has the exact same problems. He's, his tire life. He's, he, he's quick bad. in one lap sprints. He's bad. He asks a lot of his rear tires. Yeah, and he always, they just die on him. Yeah, so he has trouble winning races for that reason. He has outright pace. He's a very quick driver, but he's just got to manage that rear tire life mainly. That's his main problem. He's got to get around. Uh, and also those cars are just not on pace this year. No, I hope Pro Drive do something in the off season and fix them. Yeah, there will be some obvious developments because they went backwards. If anything, mm. everyone else maybe took a step forward and they went nowhere. Um, where last year they were the pace setters and they stood on their own toes a few times. They managed to get the championship, but um, yeah, they they were the pace setters. They just they, had their they, outright pace midway through the season. They did that. They did their suspension upgrade, which was different to everyone else or something, and they just, their cornering speed was huge. Yeah, they were saying their mid-corner speed was up massively compared to the other teams. Mm. We'll see. We've only got one round left. Shane's got this. Yeah, yeah it's in the Shane's bag. Shane's got this. It's in the bag, unless he does something silly like put it in the wall and uh, practice or qualifying really badly. Lowndes did that the other year. Yeah. Smashed the side of it. Unless that happens. I can't see uh, it happening. I can see this. Shane's got this championship. And I think yeah. that's the last of our V8 news. We we, we won't have any th- anything to say to any of the drivers bef- 
before Sydney because we don't have another episode before Sydney. Wish Garth luck. Well, hurry up and tell us what you guys are doing out there. There's yeah. a few seats that are... Uh, oh, well, there's a few drivers that don't have seats. Mm. And there's a few seats that don't have drivers. Yeah. So Maybe they will fill themselves. You never know. Yeah. Hopefully this is all found out. I'll post everything up onto our Facebook page if yeah, anything comes out. Keep an eye on the Facebook page because um, Michael's really good and gets all the news up there for everyone. And videos. As it breaks. And videos. There's some good ones. Some really good videos of this race, actually. The race. The wet race. The race that went for eternity. Not for me. It went for two hours. <laughs> I nailed it, right? All right. I missed the bit of the start. I missed the first 20 laps. But to be honest, seven of them were under safety car. And, oh, top eight, quickly, let me back up. Under safety car. Max all over the shop. Yeah. He, I swear he was, like, trying to pass some people. Under safety car. There were several times I thought he was going to run into the back of Nico. Yeah, he. I think he was doing everything to try and keep temperature. Mm. So he was doing more than a few of the other drivers. And then, did you. You would have seen it where uh, he went beside Nico and then Nico let off the throttle. Yeah. And <laughs> so all you can see is Max like, shit, 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 shit. shit, shit, shit. <laughs> go, go, go. And Nico's just sitting there like, nothing (laughs) Uh, it's hard like you look at how wet that was visibility you know why when as soon as they go it was proper scary i really like the chopper cam where you see him going down the street and you can see like three of them at different angles so they can kind of see yeah yeah i hope they all wore brown pants that day (laughs) poor mercedes guys they've they've got white pants (laughs) There'll be a few skid marks, I reckon, especially Verstappen on that save of the century. Well, Rosberg spun out as well. Yep, he did. That was um, how did I was the biggest thing I took away from this when I was just the battle between Rosberg and Hamilton. I'm talking about Rosberg's restarts were shit. Yeah, well, I guess was he just playing it safe? I guess you're not going to be right like up the He was arse. playing it really safe. He d- he didn't go for the win in that. Yeah. He was staying on the podium. He knows I just need to finish on the podium. Yeah. And that's fine. He really did look like he was playing it safe. If you look at some of the restarts, he deliberately it looks like he yeah, deliberately kept a big gap so that he wouldn't uh misjudge and run into Hamilton. Mm. That's I don't know if it's yeah, I don't know if that's what was actually happening, but that's what it looked like was happening. It didn't look like he was accidentally doing it. It uh, yeah. seriously looked like it was intentional. It looked like it was intentional, but then half the time, like, you do know you've got Max behind you, right? Yeah. And, and he, at this that, mo- this race... That motherfucker's going to take you out. <laughs> he was passing people in places that you just shouldn't be putting cars on. <laughs> Around the outside, up the inside. He was the only person I saw... Okay, uh, we know he did spin... But he was taking curbs like a madman at some points. And I'm yeah. like, stay off the curbs, man. He was he was definitely like, so big thing with wet driving is you stay off the actual racing line. Mm. So you, you don't want to be on the rubber up, rubbered up part of the track where all the little holes are all filled in with rubber. You want to be on the bit of the track where it's really rough and, you know, it's got little divots so you can purchase on, new tires can get some purchase. Yep. He really went for that. But then he would just, like you said, Completely throw that out the window and then just drive straight over a curb. Yeah, and I'm like, oh, some that man's brave. I know because you've seen some cars that go within 
half a tire width of the curb, and that's enough to hit the water and start aquaplaning. Because yeah. obviously the curbs are holding a lot of water, and there's a lot of standing water there. Yep. You only need to look at Vettel. How scary was Vettel's spin? Yeah, Up the definitely. hill, facing the wrong way in the middle of the road. Yep, and then they, then they kept talking about, oh, they never crash test cars front to front. Yeah, like, yeah. Like, maybe they should start doing this That'll before be... someone dies. Yeah. Because, <laughs> yeah, what Brundle was saying, he's like, yeah, they used to test these things, you know, front side on, you know, rest yeah. right, rear. T-boned. Yeah. And, yeah. But not re- front to front. Like, he was, he was actually, he sounded worried. Oh when yeah, he was in that position. Can you? Well, you can imagine. So you're strapped so hard into that seat, you can't shrink down any lower, mm. and your head sticks up out of the out of the cockpit. If a car come flat out at you and hit you in the front, it'd just take your head off. Yeah, very scary. So it, it, we were managed- very lucky over the weekend that no one, um, especially with the visibility, no one could see. Yeah, well, the bit that I was very amazed at was when Kimi lost it. Oh, was it Pascal? Well, One Ocon. of the HRTs looked like he was aiming for him. My God, that was close. Yeah, I I've watched I've watched a race now twice, and even the second time when I watched that part, even with all the replays and seen it like ten times, I ca- I I still shit myself. I go, was, <laughs> I watched that this afternoon for the first time, yeah, and I was like, how the hell did that bit not get reported? Like, I it know most of all the other rates, except for the bit where HRT almost killed Kimmy. Yeah, it was unbelievable. It's not HRT anymore. It's Manor. Manor. I was just going to leave you. Keep saying it's HRT. It's fine. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> yeah. Unbelievable. Really well. And in that low grip to just change direction so quickly, mm. that was amazing. Should we talk about the accident before Kimmy? Erickson. Erickson, yep. And him blocking the pit lane and what happened with that. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's a really good thing to talk about, actually. Yeah. So, um, Ericsson, Aquaplane, lost it, clipped the outside wall, come Sparks back across. everywhere. That was amazing yeah. in the rain. The, the noise <laughs> that car made scraping across the ground, too, was pretty crazy. Yeah, it was. <laughs> if I find the video of it, I'll put it in the show notes, but I haven't seen it, so I doubt it. Yeah. Um. So, anyway, he he ended up pulling basically off the racing line, which was really good. But across the pit lane. Yeah, and he drove it there too. His rear wheels were still moving. Yeah. And when he when he stopped the car, he was blocking, I'd say, Most. 75% of the pit lane. So yeah, he, good chunk you couldn't it. really get into pit lane without going over some of the lines to get in anyway. Max Verstappen committed to pit lane. He They then flagged it that pit lane was closed, but because Max was already committed to come in, they allowed Max to let that one slide. Then, then it come up on the TV, the controversial pit lane one. closed. Yes, and then we look down pit lane, and there's Ricardo. Yep, driving down pit lane. I'm like, oh no, because I knew he got the penalty. Because when I originally seen it, and I was trying to work out where he got it, and I'm just like, why didn't the team say no? And then you listen to the commentary, and they've had Christian Horner on the radio as this happened, and they were yeah. talking to him, and they're like, oh, what do you think? You know. Is this going to be all right? And they're like, oh, we believe he ran over debris. And I'm like, oh, mate, you can say that to the cows come home. I'm a Red Bull fan and I don't believe that. Yeah, it was a, yeah, we'll just put it out there. Yeah. <laughs> See if all I can imagine. Gonna, I, all anyone I, picking up what I'm putting down? No, okay. All <laughs> I can imagine was 
Christian getting off his seat, running to the pits, grabbing a bit of carbon fiber and just shove it in the wheel. <laughs> yeah. like, it was punctured. <laughs> Who's got a pocket knife? Quick. <laughs> but The yeah. data doesn't say it had a puncher. Shit. <laughs> yeah, but look at the bloody piece of carbon fiber in it. That's Red Bull carbon fiber. Come off Max's car. Um, so, yeah, that was a real shame because that ruined Ricardo's race. But he never lo- really looked like he was threatening to have a great race anyway. No, but if, you know, if he... He did have some really good sector times when they went he, to the Inters. Yeah, but then I was thinking, I'm like, if he didn't pit, if he stayed out like he should have... Oh, he would have been way up the field. He would have jumped back. He would have been up into third. Yep. I agree with you. I I think Red Bull this race, we're trying to reinvent the wheel going to Inters. Half too the much. field did. Yeah. At the and start. No, I'm like, like, both the Mercedes drivers were like, when they got told they're someone's idiots. going on Inters, they're like, oh no, it's too wet for that. Yeah. There's, there's well too much standing water around. And when the Sauber crashed, Hamilton even come over the radio. Was he on Inters? Yeah, yeah. And they're like, yes, that was Ericsson on Inters. I'm like, yeah, yeah. Because yeah, the good like, drivers, they're doing all right on the Inters. <laughs> not, not super flash. Because <laughs> he's even, like these idiots. Well, Kimi, Kimi lost it. He aquaplaned on full wets. Yeah. Yep. Um, that was a massive tank slap before he... I thought he was almost going to catch it. And then... Yeah, and then no, bang. And then just a, across the straight with that much spray behind him. And that end and of the straight. <laughs> everyone just go and spastic because we're like getting on to the start of green flag racing. Yep. And also everyone running uh, sort of four or five abreast mm. be- trying to get some vision to get out of the spray. Not a good place to be. He was a good very lucky man. Good credit to all the drivers for getting out of the way of that. Yeah, he was a very, very lucky man. Well... I guess the real only other part, there's a couple of other parts to talk about it, but can we talk about Max? Well. Everyone else is. What a drive. Are you hi- are you holding him in such high regard as all our other media friends out there? Oh, I think, yeah, he definitely did the, he was a, by far the best driver of the weekend. Hamilton did a great job. He just got out the front and controlled the pace. Yeah, I know. And I know that's harder than what it looks, but it doesn't look anything special. No, but the the fact that I think he had a lot in reserve. Yeah, but even Mercedes, Mercedes tweeted up a storm. Yeah, did they? Yeah, they were loving the Red Bull drivers with their overtaking. They were applauding them and everything. Oh, if I can find the tweets, I'll I'll get them up. But um, no, yeah, they they were they were loved it. There you go. Um, no, best driver of the weekend. He did a great job. He was just is he Senna esque. Oh, I think it's a bit early to say that. Is he Schumacher-esque? Possibly. But they said the same thing about Fatel and everyone's now doubting him. This it's world is Ferrari very quick. Sucks. Yeah, this world is very quick to pass judgment. I think mm. he's Verstappen-esque. Verstappen-esque. Yeah, yeah, he's pretty Verstappen-esque. Like, he is flamboyant. He's calm. He probably takes some risks that he maybe shouldn't. But he's not fighting for a championship, so he's allowed to. He did a great job. He really did. He was just out there and putting that car. One of our, one of my mates actually um, posted a really funny comment on uh, on Facebook, and he's like, "Is Verstappen playing uh, F one two thousand and sixteen on beginner mode?" I think so. <laughs> the passes that he was All doing. All assists on. <laughs> so if you haven't seen it, I have linked it. Um, it's not even in the show notes. It's on our Facebook page now. You could have a quick have a, watch have the a video. Look. It's yeah. six minutes, and it's worth it. 
that first pass that he did on uh, Raikkonen right blew the, me yeah. blew me away. I'm like, he's miles too far back. I'm like, this is gonna end in a crash. He's gonna hit him. He's gonna. He slowed right down and he made the corner cleanly. Gave him plenty of room, and he's out the other side accelerating away. I'm like, holy crap! Yeah, I know. When I was How starting to see that? all this, I was like, oh, he's fantastic. And I think this is one of my favorite races. I know not much happened, but watching that last Max, 15 laps of the race made up for it. I, yeah. I was when he had to pit for full wets yep. right at the end. I was like, race oh, over, race over, like. Went back yeah, to what, just 13th or something. 13th or 14th, I yeah. think. But out just of the top from, 10. like, you don't... I didn't think you'd get the big return out of fresh wets. Like, wets... He really did, but... Well, did. see, you think about a lot of them had been on it since the second red flag. They'd been on wets from that point. Yeah, well, 35, a few of the teams 40 laps didn't old. go... Didn't pit under green flag. Yeah. Mercedes yeah, exactly. didn't. They only pitted... They changed tires twice in the um the red flag red flags. Moments. Yep. No, they. So he, honestly, I think Red Bull probably could have managed the weekend better. He's he's very happy with his third, but um, his pace. If they hadn't have been messing around if on it early, I mean, it's easy for us to sit here going Red Bull shouldn't have pitted. They should have waited for the red flag of Kimmy's crash. I'm like, yeah. Oh yeah. I of know that was easy that. to say. Yeah. But the thing is, they pitted under the safety car, and then as soon as the safety car got called in, that's when the crash happened. Yeah, yeah. So yep. they got penalised for taking that pit stop because then they would have got put down the field. Anyway. Yeah, and it was a very brave move for Verstappen to come in and go to full wets mm. because if I'm just they were a they bit worried that drivers. it was well, normally you split. It was, yeah. I think they were both rec- like struggling. To the point where they had to, mm. they were aquaplaning and they were scared they were going to crash on the straight. Oh yeah, no, but I just meant like at the start, going uh, both of them going straight to inters. Yeah, no, I, I agree with you. you I agree one with of them should have stayed on full wets. Yep. Ricardo should have stayed on full wets. Yeah, I agree with you. Um, they took the risk, the gamble. I thought at the end of that race, it was getting wetter than it was when they first red flagged it for it the rain. Like, yeah, it was not and clearing up. That there in itself, I thought was a major risk because I thought any moment now, Charlie's going to red flag this and Max has just taken a pit stop and gone back from third to 14th or whatever it was yeah. out of the top 10, not even gonna, a point. They, they were talking about that on the commentary because there was also a lot of it at the start going, oh, they're not going to make full race distance. Yeah, and they just did it. Oh, we shit it in. We had heaps of time. Yeah, like what, two uh, minutes or a minute? A lap. <laughs> <laughs> well, we got it in. Who cares? That's all you need. But I don't understand why they're like, once the race starts, you only got two hours, but you've got a six-hour window or something at the, to start the race. Yeah, it's weird. They've changed it a bit now because it used to be two hours from when it started. Mm. Well, you know, they changed it originally because Canada, they never had anything, and Canada went forever one year. Yeah. Then they put, like, no, four hours maximum. <laughs> yeah. And now I think it's two out, four hours total, but six only hours two for hours original of start time. or something. Yeah. Yeah, it, it's weird, but... We got the full distance in, so no one had to worry about bloody half points. Um, poor Massa. Yeah, well, that's actually something. How sad was that moment? I'll, I'll be honest. I had my eyes were watering a little bit there. And then I told my wife about it, and she's like, oh, God. And then it, she watched the replay of it last night. We watched it again. It was nice to see Mercedes come out and give him a little guard of honor, but I really liked the Ferrari guys. 
Yeah, they were all gra- clapping him, and oh, it was amazing, wasn't it? It was good to see. Um, his wife went out there, and the this there were so many biggest, legal things so happening. Much, so many things are like Charlie's just like I'm turning a blind eye for this. All right, yeah. let him walk down the pits. Let his wife go out in front of the yellow line and with his son. no OHS. Yeah, no race suit on, no helmet. Ah, but see, and the fact that no teams allowed that many members in the freaking. Pit yeah, their cars at... weren't coming out. To <laughs> well, pit. they're not even allowed that many, even if their cars are. <laughs> they had like forty people, they fifty had the people whole, per team. I mean, team. it looked great. Uh, it was amazing, and it what and a, him walking down with a flag, and it was and his eyes welling up. It was a it was a really heartfelt moment, and yeah, it was it was just good to see. And I'm just loading up the picture now, so we can have a look at it. Him walking. It was a sad way to finish, but. I, I think the fans got to see him more because of it. Because if he finished the race, he would just go, yep, and then gone into pits. Like, yeah, he would have done the wave. I I wanted to see him up on the podium. I, I'm not saying that get first, second, or third. I don't think that was possible, really, for Williams in the wet at that track. They're just, they're it would have been not nice efficient. They don't have efficient up. enough downforce for that. But I think he should have gone up and at least said goodbye to the fans. Like, and I'm not, I'm not, I'm not aiming that at Felipe. That's not. But I feel like the FIA should have said, just gone. Please, on, Felipe, go can you, can you know, it w- it'll be an honour for you to come up and say goodbye to Brazil one last time. Do you think the FIA should give like a little goodbye or what trophies or saying to the drivers when they retire and you know, especially like you know, Felipe's been there for like, twenty years. Yeah, I don't know, mate. I honestly like, just don't. The, Little thank you helmet or something. Yeah, I I, I don't know. I, I don't guess know. it's hard. You can't give it to every driver leaving because some drivers only do a couple of races and then they're gone. Yeah, yeah. I'm 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 not sure. I don't really have. But a you know, position. Well done, Felipe. You've got a pretty good career. You've He's entertained one of the us a lot. Gentlemen of pit lane too. Pretty much every driver likes Felipe. And think about what he's recovered from. The incident where he in Ferrari. Yeah, where. He got well, he's actually. The reason they now have the carbon fiber, if you're watching at home and you don't know why their helmet visors look a little bit funny at the top, um, compared to like a motorbike rider or a normal helmet, mm. it's actually they've got a reinforced carbon fiber strip that goes across the top of the visor because of Felipe. The injury that he sustained could have what, taken his life. There was a bolt or it was something. Uh, that, I can't remember. Something hard that yeah, came across something and hit, hit him in the head. It went through. He pushed his visor down, went through the the gap, and uh, and got him in the face, and it could have killed him. Mm. Uh, he was a very lucky man, and and the comeback to race, yeah, yeah. And for the reason of that, now we've got better safety as well. He's brought around that. That's really so, lucky. And it was good to see him get the flag and walk down. And I'll post some photos up of it. Another another big thing that happened. Yes, mate. Sauber rained on. Oh yes! Oh I'm my God! Say HRT's parade, Manor's parade, Manor Marussia. Yeah, Manor Marussia's um, parade got ruined. I know, but first time since 2009 that every team has scored a point. It just, I don't. How do you feel about it, Michael? Bit butt hurt. Yeah. D- now this is sad, isn't it? That I don't feel like I want. Either of those teams to like no, that that's come out wrong. I want them both to do well. 
I don't feel a sign that, like I'm one or the other. I don't yeah, feel like I'm going for one I or the was, other. But I, I was feel, like, I don't go. <laughs> Mana have never really achieved much. Sauber have fallen from grace, so that's on them. It's not Mana's fault that Sauber's shit. Sauber had some pretty severe funding I, I know they've had some funding and they've been but so has Mana. Stuff. That's both but why they're both lower-end teams. It's why. It wasn't that long ago. That Perez five was ye- five years, driving so the the Sauber to podiums. Yeah, I agree with you. I reckon. And now, Manor was looking like, yeah, we're going to get 10th in the Constructors' Championship. It's not a little um, paycheck difference either. No, it's 30 million. A, yeah. All we can Massive. do now is hope that somehow Manor end up in the points at Abu Dhabi. Well, Mana do have a quite a strong uh, straight line car. Abu Dhabi's got quite some fast corners and fast now, straights. Would. Can they get top 10? Probably not. <laughs> what happens if, like, you tell Pascal, take out both of them if you got a chance. And then, Ocon, drive like hell, mate. <laughs> <laughs> we yeah. got to get this money. Yeah, it's a massive difference, unfortunately. And that just shows you the cruelty of F1. Yeah, because really, if this was a dry race... Yeah, oh, and also that I don't think those teams have done enough different to each other to have a $30 million pay Different, difference. Differential, yeah. it's um, I mean, $30 million is nothing to snub your nose at. Yeah, like I understand in Formula 1, $30 million doesn't go very far. Can get you a wind tunnel. But it will... Well, they're limiting all that these days, so that a lot of teams don't even use their own one anymore. Um, but it gives you extra development. You know, that might be a couple of new front wings developed, or yeah, well, something it gives like you that. access to build more parts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just it was sad to see, but oh well, that's racing. Well done, Sauber. Actually, on the other hand, well done. <laughs> well done from JD. Yeah. Felipe Nasser as well. I didn't. I would have thought Ericsson was more. I don't know. He seems to be. <laughs> Ericsson driver, crashed I out. Better. Yeah, I know. But he's the one I normally think does yeah, but better. Felipe, everyone, Felipe Nasser is Brazilian. It's true. It is true. He did quite well in his home race, and everyone didn't care. He did. They they team played it really well. Mm. It wasn't just all on him. The team played it really well. They did. They did a similar to the Mercedes. They didn't pit. Like they just stayed out. I only changed tyres at the, the red flags. They just stayed out. That was a winning combination, though. Just do that. And that's what Mercedes did, and it worked. It did work. It was a great effort. What's that? Um, Haas? Did they go, like, their first race? They went, like, two races without having to do a pit stop under green flag? There you go. I didn't even know <laughs> yeah, that. Yeah, it was something like that. Because there was a pause in the Australian one or something. can't remember exactly, but they did a couple of races without having to do a... um. Pit stop. They did their first one, I think, the second race or the third race. I'm just having a quick look. We don't have too much more, really. I mean, we can look at what's got to happen in Abu Dhabi. Not much. Nico needs to not crash. If Hamilton wins, Nico needs to finish third. If Hamilton comes second, Nico only needs to come sixth. Yeah. The stupid thing is... I can see Nico losing this. Really? Yeah, I can. 
I really can. And it, it, I'm losing sleep over it more than I should. I feel that Nico's been very conservative in the last five rounds, four rounds or whatever it's been. Yeah, He's but we're, just... this 2016, mate, is the year of everything that's meant to happen in polls is not happening. So you don't think Shane Van Gisbergen will win championship? No, no, okay, let's get this right. <laughs> We've had a couple of elections this year that went completely AWOL. Yeah. Australia had an election, ours Am- went normal. America, right? what the fuck? <laughs> yeah, we're not really You're political. dropping the ball here, man. <laughs> well, it's not just that. We had, they had Brexit too. Yep. I'm like, the UK... British, Amer- the Brits, what the hell are you doing over there too? Oh. <laughs> God. Could you, it's, it, it's it's just crazy. So I can see Nico being the bulk favorite and the bookies are like, he's going to win, he's going to win. And I don't know. Is it worth putting some money on Hamilton? That's that's what I'm thinking. Well, yeah, I don't know what he's paying now, actually. I put my bets on that at the start of the year. Yeah, so I, I know, but I'm just thinking like, you know, if if Rosberg crashes out, it's... It's pretty much game over. As long as uh, Hamilton finishes fifth, no. If Ham- fifth Hamilton needs to finish fourth and up to beat Rosberg, it's easy. I've come to this before. Yeah, how's he going to do it? Senna. <laughs> He's just going to drive up the inside and hit him. Stop trying to hit him and hit him. <laughs> All right, I, I take guess... them both out of the race. Nico champion. Yeah, all right. Yep. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we we'll, we'll play that. You'll get in a lot of trouble. He will get in a lot of trouble, but he still will be champion. <laughs> yeah, and Hamilton still will be second, so nothing's changed. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm. I'm. I mean, now we get to might be a bit awkward next year when they're still teammates. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but Hamilton does have the number one on his car, so what does he care? Yeah. Nico, you reckon Nico's going to go number one on his car? I'll keep the six. I reckon he'll go number one. Fuck yeah, I'd go number one. Yeah, what about you? Would you Would you keep your... You're, you're 97. You're a Shane Van Gisbergen fan. Well, I don't know. I've had that number since I started racing, so... Mm. I'd probably put number one on, I reckon, Yeah. for you. Yeah, no, nah, I would. I'd, I'd keep that number one as long as they're Depends. allowed me. Like, I've been to like go-kart racing I've been to state titles where like eight some people of the fellas have number ones no 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 because you, you only get it if you're the Australian title holder not the state title holder uh, but okay. people that are a state title holder from another state uh, you get different colour plates so you your plaque that you just lay your number on mm. if it's a state title it's blue if it's an Australian title it's green and if it's a a closed state title it's black red red Red, sorry. Um, yeah, because you've got a red one. Yeah, that's I got a close state title. Um, so they basically um, don't necessarily always want to have that on their cart when they go out for practice because they don't want everyone ta- run to know. targeting them. Like this Get- guy knows what he's doing. Follow him. <laughs> Check his card out when you're on the grid. <laughs> mm. So. 
Yeah. I mean, I'm never going to get in that position where someone's going to go, let's put a number on your car. <laughs> <laughs> well, you can put it on your road car if you want. <laughs> I don't have Number one. one. <laughs> I don't have a road car anymore. <laughs> we can put it on my track car. Yeah, there you go. Put it on the Skyline. <laughs> it needs a lot more work than just a number slapped on the side of it. <laughs> we'll get there one day. Uh, maybe one day. <laughs> I'm going to talk to a mate that's just got back from uh, Japan. He's got to fix my car. Yeah. He's not listening, so he, he won't, won't be listening. He won't he won't yeah. even do it. <laughs> he wouldn't do it before he left to go. Why is he gonna do it when he come back? It's a very quick one. We we're recording quite late than what we normally do. Bit of weather, bit of work, bit of everything, but I think we're really done. Like the next the next episode is gonna be our big one. It's gonna be a full recap because we don't have another episode until Yeah, there'll be a bit of news that gets let out between now and um in our next episode. Well, so the next episode, we've got all the champions. It'll be the champion episode. Yeah, it will. And that'll be our final one for this year, season. Is they on the same weekend, are they? They are. Yeah, okay. That's going to be a big no. weekend. Are they? Let's quickly check that. No, they're not. Different weekends. Different weekends. Good so call two by more, me. I must two have more put, episodes. I must have wrote the um, dates wrong on my calendar. I was sitting at work and I was looking at it going, oh, F1 and V8s are on at the same time. But it's not F1 in nine days. So it'll probably be seven days if you listen to this on the day it comes out. And V8's the week after. So two more episodes. Next one is the F1 champion episode. It's the Nico edition. Yep. It could be, it could be Hammer Hamilton. Time. We don't know. I uh, My view is Nico will get it. He's been driving conservatively. I don't think he's going to be... The Mercedes have too much pace for him to really struggle too much. As long as he qualifies second, gets off the grid second. Yeah, I mean, there's you know Hamilton can go out and be win that, enough. but then who's going to really compete with Rosberg to come second? Yeah, exactly. It's yeah, I I, I can't see him losing even it, if but he has a drama. That he'll still be able to come in third pretty easy. So so well, we'll see how everything goes. Unless Hamilton hits him. We haven't looked at that side of the coin, have we? Do what if reckon? Hamilton runs him off, makes him lose a front wing? Rosberg ends up back 10th, 15th. Has to fight his way back through the grid. Make for a great race. Protest. Mm, it won't change anything. If he hits him. If, only he, if he just runs him off the course like Hamilton's very good at doing. Yeah, but I'm trying to think. There's only... There's not that much area to run him into a wall at Abu Dhabi. Oh, I'm not talking about write him off. I'm talking about, you know how Hamilton runs him out of road? Yeah. And squish him and, and uh, maybe lose a front wing or something? I'm not no, saying. I, I don't see Rosberg being stupid enough to get him into a position like that. I think if Hamilton's about to run him off the road and he's, Hamilton's in yeah, first and Rosberg's just in second, he's like, dive. I don't care, man. I only need to come second. I'm just going to ease off and just pull out and let Hamilton go. Yeah, I agree with you. He's gonna. It's gonna be a battle for third, like on the podium anyway. It will be. It'll be interesting to see whether Ferrari have pace there as well or not. Well, let's, let's hope they come back. I really. I was talking to a mate um, about the future of Kimi. Well, he's been and doing he's, pretty well this year. Yeah, I know. He's outdriven Fatel. He has, but mate was saying that he just doesn't see Kimi has the fire in him anymore. I think he's driving really well, but I don't see him. Oh, yeah. I, I think, we're in two more years? 
three. Mm. What's he on? Two years. Is he on a no, he's only on another single year. Single year. I deal. don't think he'll go any further. To be honest, I think next year's his last year. I'm not saying that because he's lost his talent or he's not got the passion. But I think Ferrari decide they want something new. They decide they want something new, and they're just going to do it. Yeah. And I think there's a lot of big drivers that are coming up for uh, renewals next year. At the end of next year. Next year's going to be a big year on um the driver market. This year is a lot of small people like. Um, you know, your your Palmers, your Magnusons, and stuff like that, that weren't gonna get into, uh, sort of, the Ferraris or whatever. Um, so it will be really interesting next year, mm. and that's what I think Ferrari is banking on because there's a few big drivers that they want, uh, and they'll open their checkbook to get. So it'll be interesting to see what goes on. So that's us <laughs> done and dusted for this episode. Don't forget to hit us up on Facebook. We're facebook.com forward slash breaking late. You can always check out the website at breakinglate.com or shoot us an email at what's our address, JD? Breakinglate at gmail.com. Or you can press the new button that we have on our Facebook page. And send us an email. Send us an email. Say hello. (laughs) Yeah. Or just comment. Just say hello. We want to hear from you. Yeah. But Uh, we'll be here next two weeks. Two weeks from now. Yep. On the Nico show. All right. Fingers crossed. Catch Catch you guys later. Bye. Bye.